Hey, mama. So if you have been in the online space for any amount of time, you have most likely heard about the importance of standing out in your industry and making sure, you know, through your content, you're attracting your dream clients, all of the things. But how do you actually do that? How do you stand out from those who are literally doing the same thing as you? So that is what we're going to be talking about today. Um, I'm going to be sharing my number one strategy for really standing out in your industry and using it as a way to truly attract those best fit clients. So let's jump into today's episode. Hey mama, are you tired of feeling stressed and overwhelmed trying to grow your online business with your babies at home? You desire more flexibility in your day, allowing you to pour into your family, yourself, and your business without running yourself into the ground. Mama, you can build your dream business and do it in a way that fits your current season of life. And I'm going to show you exactly how. Welcome to the Mama Term Mompreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Singletary, daughter of the king, wife, mama of two, and life and business coach for mompreneurs. On this podcast, you will learn business strategies made for mamas just like you, who desire to be successful CEOs and fully present mamas without stress or overwhelm. So whether you're an entrepreneur who transitioned to a mompreneur or a mama turned mompreneur, I am here to support you. So grab your coffee, notebook, and pen, put in those earbuds, and let's dig in. Okay, so how do you actually stand out in your industry and attract your dream clients? You may have heard of this term called like your unique selling point and, you know, making sure like you have something that is unique about you that really makes you stand out. And I truly believe like one of the best ways to do this is sharing your beliefs within your niche. And not just like any beliefs, like often this is probably like polarizing content or like how you held this belief that is like completely different from other people in your industry. And I think it's important to really share those things because it, again, it's going to attract those people who they feel the same way as you, but maybe they're not seeing a lot of people within your industry talk about it. And I'm going to give like an example of that, but I really think this is important, just sharing our specific beliefs, our specific standpoints and everything. And this isn't to like, you know, try to stir the pot or, you know, stir up like, conflict or anything like that. That is not what it's about. But you hold certain beliefs that other people in your industry disagree with. So for me, I am big on making social media optional and not relying heavily on social media, especially as a mom business owner. Not everyone agrees with that. There, I've literally had people DM me like in response to like stories I've shared sharing this viewpoint. I literally have had people DM me arguing me down about it. I I remember specifically there was this person, I guess she 
uh, was a coach, like an Instagram coach or something. And that is something she supported her clients with. And she was trying to tell me I was wrong. And then she was going as far as to like ask me like how much money I was actually making. And it, it went to, into this like whole thing, like whole direction. It didn't even need to go. But it really angered some people <laughs> that I shared that. The thing is, is that it also resonated with many of the mamas in my community because they were feeling burnt out on social media. And it had been ingrained in them that you have to have social media as part of your marketing strategy and all these things like that. And so they were honestly scared to step away from social media, even though they weren't seeing the results that they wanted to see. And they were so burnt out and drained from it. And so you sharing your views, your opinions, you know, your standpoint when it comes to something in your industry, there are people literally waiting for you to share that. And I get it. Like how I shared the story where I literally had somebody arguing me down in my DMs about it. It can feel scary to share those viewpoints, especially if it's not a popular opinion, especially there if there are like people who are speaking out against your viewpoint. It can be scary. It can feel isolating, especially if you're not seeing a lot of people sharing that same opinion and everything. And I get it. Like we don't want to exclude people. We don't want to upset people and different things like that. But at the end of the day, if you hold a viewpoint that is, especially if it's part of how you do things in your business, you need to share that because there are people who will resonate with it. And that is how you attract your dream clients, those best fit clients, by sharing those viewpoints because the people who are resonating with it, the people who are like, yes, this is exactly how I'm feeling. I am so glad that I'm not the only one feeling this way. They need that. You know, they need somebody to step up and share that. And so this is something that I really push my clients with in Life and Seasons Coaching is like really getting to the root of this. Like, what is kind of like your polarizing belief? Like, what is this view or standpoint that you have that is vastly different from other people in your industry? You know, what is your unique selling point? How do you do things differently from others in your industry? And it's like, we need to talk about that. That needs to be incorporated in your content. That is going to make you memorable. That is going to make you stand out. So to give another example, I hosted the social media detox bundle last year. I kid you not, I got so many emails, so much feedback about this bundle, how mamas were craving this. They needed to know that there was another way to build their business and still yield amazing results without having to, in a sense, be a slave to social media, you know, without having to churn out so much content for Instagram, for Facebook, for TikTok, for these different social media platforms and still be able to sign clients, to still be able to consistently generate leads. They were burnt out from social media. They were over it. I literally had two of my coaching clients going into this new year. They told me, Andrea, 
I want to be off of social media by the end of 2024. Literally two different clients. And like, I talk about, you know, not relying on social media and everything. And I've shown them like, you know, you do have other options, but I don't force that on people. It's like, it's up to you how you decide to market your business or whatever. But they said that that was their goal. They want to be able to step away from social media or at least be able to pick and choose when they post on it and not have it impact their business growth, not have it impact their lead generation, not have it impact, you know, whether or not people are converting into their paid offers and programs. But it's like, it had to be talked about because at least like when I first joined the online space, um, almost like it's two and a half years ago or whatever, everyone was saying you had to be on social media. Like it had to be part of your marketing strategy. It had to be how you connect with your community and different things like that. People weren't really talking about other options or at least not being as vocal about it. And so I I started out on social media and it was fine, you know, when I was a mom of one, but then I had my daughter and I didn't have the same capacity to record reels and create, you know, weekly content for Instagram and all of these different things. I needed something that fit my current season of life that made sense for where I was at in my life and with my business, you know, especially as a solopreneur. And even like I had, I shared this before, like I had hired a social media manager and even working with her, like she was amazing. But like, even she was seeing like just how the engagement would just drastically drop out of nowhere and different things like that. And it was just, it wasn't sustainable for me. You know, it wasn't where I really wanted to focus my content creation and my marketing and stuff. I'm like, I need something more. I need something that is really going to drive the results based off of the time and capacity that I had. Like, even though I had someone editing my videos for the reels, I still had to record it. I still had to plan the content. I still had to give input and everything. And it was draining. It was exhausting. And so I was like, there had to be a better way. And so that is why I started my podcast. I really focused in on email marketing last year, and it has been a game changer. I literally made more last year compared to the previous years. And that was switching my strategy. That was taking a step back from social media. And I'm already on track this year to make more than I did last year. Because even though I did start to step back from social media last year, I still had these periods where I was trying to keep up and, you know, post on socials and different things like that. But going into this year, I haven't really been focusing on social media like that. I will post when I feel like it. And the content that I'm posting when I feel like it, it gets a lot of engagement. But my primary focus is my podcast and blogging and email marketing. And like I said, even with the blogging, I'm only doing like a actual blog twice a month, but I did tweak how I do my show notes. And I actually am including a little bit more written content in my show notes. So that way it's more of a blog format. I'm really focusing on leveraging SEO, getting more people over 
to my website, driving more people to my podcast, because that is what's working for me. I know I went on a whole tangent (laughs) there, (laughs) but what I was getting at is that I really started speaking out on moving away from relying on social media to market your business and really talking about how it's not sustainable as a mom business owner. You do not have the time and capacity to churn out enough content to see the results that you want to see, to see those conversions at a higher rate, at a quicker rate, to see that you're attracting those best fit clients. You don't, when you have little ones at home, and I'm talking kids five and younger, and it's more than one kid, you don't have the capacity for that. You don't. (laughs) It's especially just with all the things that kids experience just in those younger years. You got the teething, you, you know, you got to start potty training. You have like, if you're breastfeeding, you got that going on. You got the leaps where they're not sleeping through the night and different. It's just so many different things. Um, And I was actually talking about this a little bit on threads where it's like you literally like you can get a routine down and stuff and then something like that will happen with your kid and it throws everything off. And I've like gotten to the point where during the week, I work in small pockets of time, but I don't like go into the week where it's like, okay, I'm gonna get this done on this day. I'm gonna get that done on this day because it's literally how my weeks go are determined by my kids, like how things go with them. So that is why I have a dedicated day on the weekend where I have uninterrupted time to work. But it's like, I really had to look at as a mom, what makes sense? What makes sense for this current season of my life? And that is why I really started talking about, you know what? We don't have to rely on social media to build our businesses. It's not the only way. You know, there are things that we can do where we can create less content, but it's more effective because we are leveraging things like SEO, We are leveraging things like creating easy-to-consume content on the go that my ideal listener, she would rather sit and listen to a 10-15 minute podcast episode versus scroll my Instagram feed. Yeah, that's what I started talking about last year. And that really like helped me stand out in my industry. Okay, so as I wrap up this episode, I really wanted to share like how I supported one of my coaching clients through this because she held these really strong beliefs in her industry, but she was holding back from speaking on it. And I think a big part of it was that she did not want to, in a sense, isolate herself or ruffle any feathers. But I told her, I was like, you hold these beliefs and not just do you hold these beliefs, they're literally like drive how you support your clients. It drives your framework. It is part of your entire program. It is literally entwined in everything that you do and how you support your clients. So you have to talk about it. And yes, you may get people, and I'm not even, I didn't even say me, I was like, you will get people 
who are going to come back and say, I disagree with what you're saying. You're wrong, yada, yada, yada. But you're not there to serve them. You are there to serve the people who believe what you believe, who are looking for someone to support them in the way that they want to be supported, that holds the same values as them. And so you have to talk about that. You have to infuse that in your content. You have to highlight that because I hold this belief, this is what it's going to be like when you work with me. This is why my framework is what it is. And it really helped her. Like, it was so amazing. Like, I'm thinking to our coaching call and she was just sharing her heart when it came to like this belief that she holds And I told her, I was like, girl, that is your next email to your list. I want you to write that right now and send it to your list because that, if I was your ideal client, that would make me want to work with you because you, like, I heard the passion in her voice and what she was saying. It resonated so much that, like, back when I would have been, like, her ideal client based off of, like, what she does and who she serves that alone would have made me want to go work with her because it it spoke to me. It was exactly what I believed when it came to, you know, that specific thing and whatnot. And so this is why you need to infuse that in your content because it is going to speak to the heart of your best fit clients. There are people, like I said, that hold those same beliefs as you And they are looking, they are literally continuing to look for somebody who is saying those things so that they can work with them because they don't want to work with the people who don't hold the same beliefs as them, who don't, you know, like I said, like hold those same beliefs and view things the way that they do because they don't resonate with them. And they already know that the strategies that that person is going to provide, it's not going to work for them because That is not how they operate. So you figure out what is it that you believe? What is your unique selling point? Like, how is it that you do things differently than other people in your industry? And it doesn't have to be like this super profound thing. Like I said, I simply just started talking about, hey, you don't have to rely on social media to build your business as a mom business owner. There are other options that are more sustainable. There are other options that fit your current season of life. There are other options that are realistic for you based on the time and capacity that you have available. That is it. That's not super profound. There are other people who talk about that, but I specifically talked about it as a mom business owner. I spoke to the mamas who were burnt out on social media and sick and tired of feeling like this was their only option to build their business. That was it. So figure out what is that for you and start infusing that into your content. And I promise you, you are going to start hearing from those people who are going to be the best clients, who are going to be your dream clients because they're going to actually listen to you because they hold the beliefs that you hold and they know that you are going to help them to get to where they want to be. They trust you because they know you guys are on the same page with things. They know that you ain't going to come at them with something crazy that they have no intention of doing. So if you need support with figuring out what that is for you, 
This is what we do in Life and Seasons Coaching. We figure out what is your thing? What is your unique selling point? How do you do things differently than other people in your industry? And that becomes part of your content. That becomes like when you're writing your sales page, we infuse it in all of that. So that way you are attracting your best fit clients. So if you're like, yes, this is the support I need, head over to mamatermopreneur.com forward slash coaching to submit the application and we will get started. So that way you can start attracting your best fit clients. All right, mama, I'll catch you in the next episode. Well, mama, that's a wrap on today's episode. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day to hang with me. If you enjoyed today's episode, will you do me a favor and follow the podcast and leave a review? Hitting that follow button and sharing your thoughts about the podcast are the best ways to ensure that other mamas like you find this show. Your review also lets me know if you're enjoying this podcast, so make sure to share your thoughts before you go. All right, mama, I'll catch you in the next episode.